Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. We're getting ready for week 13 of the NFL season. Just really quick recap of what's going on in the episode. Uh, we discussed Aaron Bevel. Um, then the upcoming game, give our world-famous predictions. But then, of course, we have Barney, a Bears fan, entering the Lions' den. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please subscribe. Now sit back, relax, grab that Kool-Aid. It's time for the pot. This is Drinking the Blue Cooley, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans. UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Safford is the best quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids, don't forget. Red Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Connor. Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl champs. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back getting ready for week 13 of the NFL season as the your Detroit Lions travel to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. The Lions are three-point underdogs. The over-under is 45. But most importantly, uh, the there's more time to process everything that's happened since the Patricia and Quinn firing. So I'm Big Z, and the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew is here to break down Week 13 and, more importantly, probably discuss Darren Bevel and the rest of this team going forward. So we got UJ. Hey, everybody. Rudd Dog. Yo. Connor. What up? And then Bob. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, gentlemen, um, just to go quickly over the injury report, DeAndre Swift, there's a lot of conflicting things coming out. It appears that he passed. Um, concussion protocol, but now he has an illness that took yeah. him out of practice on Thursday. So, and then there was the coach by Adrian Peterson that said he didn't look right on the field. I'm like, I'm yeah. all confused. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought for sure, but um, it, it, I don't know. It, it seems that he's trending in the right direction. Right. He's passed concussion protocol now, he's, and it's not COVID related his illness. So, there's that. Um, Trey Flowers started practicing on the sideline a little bit. I, I doubt he plays this week. Um. And then Kenny Gaudet continues to be out. And I, what is up with Kenny Gaudet? I haven't really I, heard. Come him. on, he has a hip thing, and he's been out what four weeks now. I mean, what the hell? How yeah, is it? I don't know. Uh, and Quintez Cephas is also out, not injury related. He just oh. hasn't practiced this week. Uh, oh, no, well, what a loss why. that is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the slowest route. Oh, Peter Hall of Famer. He's the only yeah. one that gets separation outside of like Amendola. Yeah, yeah, but he can't well, catch the ball. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Get, he can't catch his. He he got the over. That's on the his secret. He doesn't catch. Well, I guess the question like is, who's going to play receiver week. for us then? Well, Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola is back to being a full time uh, participant in practice. Marvin Hall, baby. That's good. 
Marvin Hall. Maybe get Agnew involved. And then anybody. The other one's a note. Uh, Hunter Bryant uh, is back to full practice for the first time. Oh, yeah! <laughs> right. And then Deshaun Hand, Deshaun Hand and Akuda are still out. Uh, it does not appear he won't be lending us a hand anytime soon, then. Oh! oh. No. I could have told you that. Oh! oh. <laughs> um, we'll be here all week. Tip your waiters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's the injury news for the week. Let's get into some of the bigger news. And, of course, that, I think a lot of that relates to Darren Bevel um, being an interim coach and just some of the things that we've heard from this week. We've heard the word fun a lot. Um, but I'm curious what your guys' uh, thoughts were just on Darren Bevel being an interim coach. Do we expect a large difference in the offense? And then secondly, um, does it seem like he misses Patricia that much? Uh, no. <laughs> me and you, UJ, were just talking no. about it. We He's... barely heard him, his name mentioned. He's uh, from him, at least yeah. from Corey Underland and Braden Combs. We've heard like thank, like thanks for bringing him over and stuff. But Darren Bevel, not so much. Bevel it sounds is. like really excited to like get some. Ch- he said like the whole attitude Very around the excited. team is going to change, and I know they're saying there'll be some changes on defense. Um, I I think it'll be a really exciting game, no matter what happens. I think the guys will be fired up this week. Yeah, I think you know the the analogy that comes to my mind is the Wizard of Oz. And, it, and Patricia was the Wicked Witch of the West. And then they throw water on him and he goes, he's melting, melting. And, then, and they're like, oh, my God, you killed her. And then they're going, hail Dorothy, the witch is dead. I think, I think and, every, and everyone's happy. And Bevel's like, exalted. yeah, I mean, it, he's I, the guy is way too happy. So, I mean, is she looking forward to the Dorothy? <laughs> I don't know who Dorothy is. I'm trying to figure that out. Maybe Bevel's so. Dorothy. I don't know. But all I'm saying, the, the point is that the witch is dead and uh, everyone's happy now. And uh, let's see if they. When the Lions go on their uh, five game win streak to end the season, we're going to start selling Hell Dorothy shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if they won the Super Bowl yeah. with Bevel this year? Like they sneak in the playoffs, they win. What? Be the greatest thing in the history. Do you even of the imagine? World. So like, just just let you know from a mathematical standpoint, um, like right now on five thirty eight, the Lions have about a one percent chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. However, tell me the odds that we have however, a chance. However, if they won the remaining games, their odds increase to ninety percent to make the playoffs. Ooh. If they won their five remaining games, their odds that's increase to ninety percent. Bevel said that's the goal. Odds. He said the goal was to make the playoffs, and I believe they're going to go for it. Hey Z, why let not? Me, well, let me yeah. comment on this. Um, the bevel thing. Uh, my Kool-Aid of choice tonight is uh, Bailey's. It's a nice, warm, comfortable drink. It's homey because I feel good. You know, I've been feeling so stressed out about this team and disappointed. But now it's like, oh, yeah, I just feel good. And Bevel, he's auditioning for the job. He might not get it, but he's going to be pulling out the stops because he wants he's this job. So the it. offense is going to be a little fun and the players are going to have fun. I'm excited to see it. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy. Yeah. All right. Nice. And this is yeah. way more... This is a, the, one of the happiest interim head coaches I've ever seen. Usually they're <laughs> yeah. like, usually they're like That's... very loyal to the guy that just left. Uh, and yeah, but th- this this is like a complete one. It, very different than I usual. wonder if uh, Stafford had something to do with the... that. Because well, I know yeah, what, what's that, Red Dog? And it's a lashback against the craziness that Patricia brought. All these this, the strictness and the the dourness. Yeah. Now, what were you going to say, Connor? Just to follow up there. Oh, I was saying, uh, I know there are reports that Stafford had some beef with Patricia and that um, Bevel helped pay that over. I wonder if, like, in turn, Bevel, it was kind of like Bevel, Stafford versus Patricia in a way, if that makes sense. Because I know Bevel, like, helped pave over those cracks with Stafford and Patricia. 
Right. Um, it'll be yeah. really – I mean, well, we, we keep saying this, but it'll be really interesting to see if the offensive philosophy changes this week. One thing yeah, I expect I is enough of hitting our, banging our heads against the wall with Adrian Peterson. Yeah. I mean, it's been well documented <laughs> that that get ball control offense was like all of Patricia's doing. Like, that was very much his influence, so – I can't wait until we run it for one yard on first down on our first drive, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, no. No. You were the chosen one. With Adrian Peterson. I I, I don't know how much different first half play calling we'll see, but hopefully second half play calling is where we'll see even more of the differences. uh, Yeah. Especially if the Lions have a lead. Like, we we know if the Lions had a lead in the second half, they had a huge propensity to run it twice, then throw, run it twice, then throw. Super conservative play calling over and over again. If the Lions have a lead in the second half here, I think that's where we'll really see the big differences. Yeah. Yeah. You know, besides Bevel, uh, the uh, the other thing is our defense without Patricia's influence. Like, I mean, obviously it'll be influenced, but seeing what this D- uh, Un can do without Patricia over his shoulder. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I thought I thought I saw a quote this week that Unlin said there's not much they can do to change the defense. It's going to be relatively the same uh, approach. That, sure. That's what I read, and that came from him. Uh, I don't know if that's changed since then, but I mean, yeah, you can't change like a whole scheme or anything, Dancy. But I mean, he might have a different approach to certain calls and stuff. I don't. Know. We'll see. Yeah, um, but. I mean, uh, it, it was interesting to see, you know, we talked about the bevel approach, but then Unlin seemed more like he said Patricia was one of his best friends in the league, and he was really disappointed to see him go. Um, and then Braden Combs was thankful for someone giving him the first opportunity to be a coordinator in the league. Uh, he's been around the league for a good, like, eight years in Cincinnati, so that's a while. Uh, it's, it was just interesting to see the different responses about the firing and then how different Bevels is from the other, t- uh, like, people on the team. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Z. It, I also heard uh, the players hated the uh, post-practice conditioning sessions <laughs> and were forced to wear knee braces during practice, which they hate. So we'll see how that changes, yeah. too. They were Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't know they were forced to wear knee braces. If that's that. the case, I also hate that because I had to do the that in college, and it was one line. of my most hated things. Yeah. yeah, Patricia made the offensive line wear them, yeah. Yeah, they don't <laughs> like it, so we'll see. And I heard that they've changed up the music at practice. It's more modern music rather than they were mixing some modern, but then some like classic rock in there all the time. Which you know, I kind of I'm a classic rock. Guy, yeah, I would the like rest the of classic the team rock. Is... <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with what the team response to though. True. <laughs> so I don't. You know, maybe maybe uh, one more. Uh, one know, more modern, rap modern song will get us to Drake the Drake or whoever. Bowl they like to listen to is the difference yeah that's a difference maker right there <laughs> um but l- let's um you know before be, be you know just talking about the upcoming game let's let's not waste any more time he's on the line here so let's um have barney our guest here enter the lion's den Ooh. all right blue kool-aid drinkers entering the lion's den this week uh, good, uh, good. Is welcome, Barney, a Bears fan, a longtime Bears fan, uh, and also uh, one of my co-hosts on another podcast, uh, The Pylon. But he is a worthy soul coming into the Lions' den here this week as the Lions are traveling to Chicago to take on the woeful Chicago Bears. Barney, welcome. He's a brave soul, Z. He's yeah, brave. yeah. Big Z, the Lion Den determines worthiness. Okay, <laughs> let's let's gotta get ahead of ourselves. I'm, Fair uh, enough. I'm just happy to be here, boys. How are you? 
Okay, thanks hey, man, for coming. <laughs> so, Barney, uh, just to kick this off, I always like to uh, ask those who enter the den, why the hell are they a fan of the team? But especially to Bears fans, why the hell are you a Bears fan? We don't understand it. it it's beyond comprehension, but maybe you can try explaining it. Uh, you know, I, the last couple of years have been a little tough, uh, but, you know, it's just it's that blue collar. It's much like I'd say the uh, the Detroit Lions. You know, it, it takes a lot of grit to be a fan. <laughs> oh, come on. Whoa. 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 Are you comparing Whoa. Bears and Lions Whoa. fans? No, I'm That's saying ridiculous. I'm saying uh, the organization. It takes a I've lot of grit to be a fan uh, because of our lack there of success in the last, uh, you know, at least the, the time I was alive. But uh, it's a little bit easier for me because I live in Chicago, so I couldn't imagine, you know, rooting for a team outside of my. Uh, my ability to go so to a game. So if you moved to Detroit, you would be a Lions Hell fan? Hell no. But if I... <laughs> oh, well, that's what you were saying. If I grew up in Detroit, I, should be, I would be a the Lions fan, I'm sure. Well, no, that's, before different. You were born. that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'm a, a defense wins championships. I like that uh, mantra. And uh, the Bears, you know, you guys know it more than anybody. We've, we've only had a good defense, uh, again, is... For the entire time of my lifespan, uh, no such thing as an offense. But uh, you know, it's there's a little bit of pride with being a Bears fan. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you respectful one side of the ball, but yeah, no championships. Um, you, UJ, do you have a question here for Barney? Oh, question. Yeah. This week, uh, how do you see the quarterback matchup uh, with Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky versus Matt Stafford in this game? Um, you know, I, I I stepped into the den here and I hate to just hand out compliments, but uh, I say it all the time on the other one. I, I'm a big Stafford fan. I like Stafford. He gets a little banged up quite a bit. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the showdown is in no comparison. Uh it does help that that Mitchell seems to play like a Hall of Famer when we face uh, Detroit. Uh, he's got he's got four games against him. He's got twelve touchdowns. Uh, he's only got he he's got the amount of three touchdown games that I can count on one hand. And uh, thankfully, they've been a couple times with uh, with Detroit. So why did they even bring that up? So, <laughs> but would I rather have uh, Stafford? Absolutely. Would you trade for Stafford as a Bears fan next year? Because there's a lot of rumors about Stafford's future in uh, Detroit maybe being in doubt. Would the Bears be an option for uh, – would they be willing to trade for Stafford? And if so, how much? I would be ecstatic if we had Stafford under center. Um, I really don't think the Bears are a, a huge – you know, we don't have a huge gap in between our defense. Uh, and if we just had somebody that can navigate an offense, uh, you know, we have questions with our coach and our offensive line. That stuff needs to be addressed. But I'll tell you what, the offseason gets a hell of a lot easier if we have somebody we can rely on like Matt Stafford. Um, I don't know what a package would look like for him. Uh, you know, I mean, I I think he's probably going to get – you know, he's up there in age. He's He's got – He's got not a bad contract. I think you've talked about this uh, the last couple uh, times we chatted, Big Z. Um, he'd probably get about a second or a or a third, somewhere right around there. I think you can get for um, 
for Stafford, but um, I mean, I I, w- I wouldn't even be able to off the top of my head put a package together. I might. But I if, might if sign... Barney's the GM of the Bears, what does Barney give up for Stafford? A seventh rounder. <laughs> no, I um it's that's a good question. Uh I would have to see what are your guys bigger needs? I mean, what would you guys be interested looking into my, you know, my backyard? Straight up for Khalil Mack. <laughs> <laughs> um graphics high ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I'd, I'd contemplate a second rounder. Um, you know, uh, but I, I want to go into the first. I think our Bears team really needs to fill a lot of holes, and uh, we haven't hit in the first round too often. So we need to uh, we need to start getting playmakers there, young ones. So I don't. Isn't that a better reason to trade them? <laughs> yeah, some would say, but I don't think I don't think Pace is going to be the guy making picks next year. So I kind of <laughs> have a little bit more faith in our first round draft picks. All right, uh, Bob, do you have a question for Barney here? Uh-oh. Bob. Uh, yeah, wake up. Sorry. Do you, do you, have <laughs> well, a... if you guys froze on my screen yeah. for a second. No, no, yeah, um, we, same thing. Uh, but, yeah. uh, Bob, do you have a question for Barney here? Yeah, Barney. Uh, what do you think about the whole, uh, as a division opponent, we're pretty ecstatic about Patricia. We think he's been holding us back. Uh, do you think that'll be – you think it's good for the Lions that he's gone? Oh. Or is you guys – a little more fearful of the Lions team with a different coach. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to rip that Band-Aid off, and I I'm impressed that uh, that Ford uh, was able to to do that in season. I don't know if you guys, you know, usually carry suit like that when you guys make decisions. I know the Bears. We no matter when we know uh, how early in the season, if we're gonna get rid of our guy, we wait to the to the you know, day after the last game of the season, which I think is just a dumb approach. Um, but, yeah. but I, I, I think, you know, <laughs> you don't know who the next guy is, but as I think you guys are closer to being a better team with him gone, whether or not the next guy that comes in is the right guy. We, I think you guys, you know, identified that Patricia wasn't, and that's the first step. And uh, I mean, you guys bevels, you know, I, I don't know how many looks he's getting, you know, as a head coach. So he's probably licking his chops right now, trying to prove something. Yeah. So, you know, you it, guys might be in the same market if, if depending on how your end of your season goes. Oh, I, and with Ryan Pace and with uh, um, Nagy. I, I hope, I hope they, you know what? I, I'll tell you if, uh, if the Bears lose to Detroit this weekend, um, <laughs> and it's t- entirely possible. I mean, I'm not somebody that, you know, we we we've gotten the better side of you guys the last couple times we played, but uh, you know they're all real down to the wire games. So, um, you know, you guys pull out a victory here, and you know that might be what the McCaskies need to see for us to finally make that in season firing. And uh, I'm not going to say I hope you guys beat us, but I really want my guys gone. So, <laughs> hey, is, is is Nagy on the hot seat with you? Really? Oh, I mean, I don't know if I get that. Former coach of the year two years ago, Barney. Hey, you know what? It really, really <laughs> helps uh, when, you know, being the coach of the year, when you get 28 turnovers and your average <laughs> yeah. starting field position was the 45 yeah. <laughs> yard line. So uh, I hope, 
I hope you could uh, try to do something there. But yeah, for me, Nagy is on the hot seat. I, I don't think he's a good play caller. Uh, I don't, I don't think he uh, has command of the locker room that much anymore because, you know, after our latest loss versus green Bay, he's out there, um, you know, criticizing our defense and yeah, our defense didn't play well. It was one of our shittier games in the last three years that our defense put up, but he's in there criticizing the defense saying, you know, if we're giving up 40 points, we don't really stand a chance. And it's like, buddy, we can't even cross the 20 point mark with your dumb ass <laughs> offense. So I don't know what the hell you're, you know, like you're, you're, you think you're doing, yeah, right. you know? Yeah. Nagy's the offensive genius. So if, if, his strength is that weak with the team. That's not good. Yeah. So, not see. not to mention throwing your uh, defense under the bus. Geez. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it's some of our guys. I just I just don't understand what we're doing here. Um, you know, a trade I would really like is, you know, we sign a Rob and uh, you guys sign uh, Galladay, and we do a nice little swap. That that I wouldn't mind. Uh, <laughs> Only because I love A-Rob, and I think he's fantastic, uh, and he's exactly what a young quarterback would need. And I think uh, as far as our teams go, I think a young quarterback is probably coming in the near future for the both of us. So, um, But I, I'm a big fan of uh, of Galladay. He's a St. Rita boy, a Chicago boy. So I, 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 t- yeah. I get Big Z shit all the time telling him that he's going to be a bear soon. <laughs> uh Rut Dog, do you have a question here for Barney? Yeah, so Barney, I I got a question. On a scale of one to ten, one being that you would hide in the bottom of a Porta John that's next to a taco joint mm. on Mardi mm. Gras. Or oh and it hasn't been serviced either. Or you would jump into a vat of acid to avoid us. How scared being ten. How scared are you of the lions? I'm not sure. I really, I'm not sure. I really followed that that scale there, but, <laughs> but one is a quarter, John. Ten is acid. Okay, he's a creative scale guy. Um, I'll but, uh, tell you, I, uh, you know, we came back by I think 19 points in that first game uh, in the last quarter. You guys are a tough out. Um, you know, I think, uh, some of your guys injuries is going to hurt you a little bit. I, I think big Z saying Swift is going to be, uh, side well, mixed again. reports. There's mixed reports right now. So it, it TBD yeah. on that one, you know, I, uh, but Galladay, he's probably not in, is he? No, no. Uh, you know, if, if Galladay was in and if Swift was in, uh, but more importantly, Galladay, I think you guys offense is way more complete with him. Uh, and one of our strengths is our pass defense. I think that's fine, but. Matt Stafford is a quality quarterback, and I got to say, if those guys were in, I I would be nervous because you guys are a tough team to beat. Um, but, you know, like uh, the Bears' offense struggles to score points. You got to score points to win. So uh, I'll say I'm right in the middle of the road. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I expect a victory, but um, – <clears throat> You know, the Bears have uh, taught me to not expect much these days. <laughs> so, uh, what? So, what's the number? Yeah, so what? Yeah, uh, what, give I, it middle a of the road. I'll give it a five. <laughs> All right. I think that. Uh, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's a five on that scale then, Rod Dog? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're reaching kind of the, the, the limit here. So, um, 
Uh, well, we have one more oh, question. Oh, okay. Though. Sorry, sorry. And this is this is what we ask every fan that comes into the Lions Den. Uh, we need you to sing your team fight song. All right, I'll oh, sing. Yeah. I'll sing just a little bit. All right. All right. Bear down, Chicago Bears. I knew it. I knew oh, it. Oh man! You don't even know your team song. That's horrible. Hey. That's just horrible. Now, now, do an acapella <laughs> or something. Let me hear. Let me hear the the one pride, the one pride send off. Oh. Forward the down the field, the charger team that will not yield. Who in the blue has silver waves? And they're cheering the praise. So hard with the game. His honor, you will keep your faith. Down the field and None of you guys quit your day jobs because those vocal cords are a little raw. We were synced up perfectly. Ooh, that was yeah. awesome. And we apologize, listeners. This is on a Zoom call, so the audio might not be top quality, yeah, like if you were in person to hear it. That's all I'd say. Yeah, would have been great. I, all I right. Gotta, I got to have a question to you guys now. All right. One okay. last one here. Uh, you know, what do you guys make of the Bears? And I know I, I'm going to say that you guys don't think we're a tough team, and I, I give you guys credit for that, but. Why do you guys keep losing to us? <laughs> oh, man. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> well, Matt Patricia was the problem. Matt Patricia, gone, yeah, so. he's gone. Yeah. He was the yeah. common We reeled denominator. up a bunch, a long streak against you before Patricia came on board. So Yeah, I think Caldwell was 6-0 and or 8 or 7-1 and or something like that until uh, Patricia yeah. came along and turned the other way. Um, well, that, that Megatron uh, fumble in the end zone was nice. Oh, come on. Oh, no, that, was a catch. that was a bunch of bullshit. You know it was bullshit. <laughs> Typical Bears fan. Hey, I didn't say it wasn't a catch. I just said it was nice. Lovey Smith. Oh, yeah. That's the rule. That's the rule. I knew it was no catch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Oh, man. Uh, I think your offense Thanks a lot. Your off- terrible memory. Yeah, your, your offensive line is horrible, so I look forward to our defensive line getting after it a little bit after St. Griffin and Aquara. So I, I just look forward to that. But um, to, just to wrap up this segment here, Barney, uh, we need to get we need to get a prediction from you for the game. Sure. Uh, so I think this is a game where we do finally cross a 20-point mark. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say high scoring. I think uh, – what's the line right now? Plus three Detroit? Yeah. I think Stafford comes in. Late backdoor cover. I'm gonna say 27, 26 Bears. No, oh, boom, oh, man, on. that's crazy. We had so you much hope close. for you. You were close at the right we had answer. So much hope for you, and we we, what do you we guys thought we got? respected you. Don't worry, that's the for the end of the episode. That, yeah. Probably extend, uh, yeah. extend your risky after that game. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm terrified that uh, you guys will keep pace in Nagy in, in uh, employment. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> That's a legit worry. Oh, I thought. We helped Trubisky a lot, so. <laughs> oh, you meant it for the Bears. I thought you meant we'd hire them. I'd, I'd say hell, hell no. No, no. no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Barney, very much for entering the Lions Den this week as the Lions face the Bears for the, the second and last time this year. My, um, 
My pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Barney. Thanks, Barney. Barney. You're a brave man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, gentlemen. So that was Barney. Wow. um, And another delusional uh, fan. He was close. Especially. Typical Bears fans. One especially almost had it right. Is what, what if you guys had to pick a fan base you hate more most? Is it Green Bay Vikings or the Bears? Packers. I would say the, I, I would say you the know, Bears is because I live in Chicago. Now, FTB so. baby. Big Z. I'd when we were at Monday Night Green Football, Bay. the fans were like super nice. Besides that one fan that was harassing me. I know, I know, but they're Packers <laughs> fans. But like outside of Green Bay, they're awful. Yes, that's true. I, I, I but would like, agree with that. Yeah. The local fans are super nice, but I would say Bears fans just because I yeah, live in Chicago. You know what's weird about it, too, is I'm a Blackhawks fan, and Blackhawks fans are the best, and the same guys are yeah. Bears fans, and Bears fans are the worst. Yeah. So I don't know White what Sox to say. fans are also really cool. <laughs> those Bears fans. Um, but, I mean, I mean, just let's go into this game really briefly. I just want to uh, go over this game and then give our predictions. Uh, so just really quickly about the Bears. Um. Do we fear anything about this team? I guess we fear their defense and their pass rush a little bit. Yeah, um, they have a good defense. That, that That's all I would fear. Khalil Mack still Khalil ranks Mack as one of the top um, defensive ends slash linebackers in the league. Is uh, he back? He, he most likely will not be back this week, which is a huge well, that's, uh, that's boon good, for us. Yes, because I think he's good. a bigger difference maker than Khalil Mack almost. Some, mm-hmm. some right. Last year kind of proved that mm-hmm. when he blew out him, that defense fell apart. Yeah, or even last week against the Packers, they were doing whatever yeah. they wanted to. I mean, that was more than just a defense tackle missing, but uh, uh, I mean, still a big difference maker. They are still getting five yards of pop on the ground. That's where he's a bigger difference maker on the run, in the run game, uh, where the Lions have excelled uh, extraordinarily this year. So, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but hopefully Lions have Swift back, and that that would be an extra boost to us if we get Swift back mm-hmm. and keep Hicks out. That that could be a big boost uh, for the run game. Um, I mean, but is there any other uh, concern? I mean, Allen Robinson's the only concern on offense. That's literally my only concern. The offensive line is yeah. terrible. Mitch is starting, line. right? Yes, but I mean, as Barney <laughs> mentioned in the Lions, then twelve touchdowns, one interception against us, and never is lost to the Lions. That's that's uh, my concern. Somehow it's <laughs> Maserati Mitch. Yeah, we don't have Patricia to uh, work up a plan against Mitch, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. One guy who so, couldn't figure him out in the league, you know. <laughs> I wonder if we'll see more blitzing this week. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, and again, Amendola is back, so that's a, that's an extra nice boost for us, especially yeah. in those third downs uh, where we seem to be kind of missing that go-to guy. Amendola has been that guy for Stafford's third down outlet. Um, but I still ex- uh, expect Hawkinson to have a big week. If you saw Robert Tynion last week for the Packers have a big week, Hawkinson hopefully can do the same. I also have a bet with Barney as well that Hawkinson will have more touchdowns than Jimmy Graham this year, and right now Hawkinson and Graham are tied. So I need Hawkinson to get a touchdown Ooh, for me yeah. <laughs> financially. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, just that was just re- going over the game really quick, but we'll have more thoughts here as we get to our last segment, our ever world-famous predictions. Yeah. So as I mentioned at the top of this podcast, the Lions enter Chicago for a noon central, one eastern kickoff as three-point underdogs. The over-under is 45 points. So let's go around and give our predictions. So, UJ, let's start with you. What's your All right. prediction? <clears throat> well, let's see. Uh, with the new coach bevel and, and this newfound happiness on the team, 
I think you're going to see a happy Lions team out there. They're going to come skipping out of the locker room. They're so happy. And they're going to be skipping along and Bears are going to laugh at them. And, and then they're going to be skipping around the field and they're going to be tackling people with a vicious, a crazy vengeance. And then they're going to be laughing and smiling at each other and patting each other on the back and on the bums. And uh, they're going to be just so happy out there. And, and they're going to be having so much fun. And they're just going to they're going to win this game big. I, I think Stafford's going to have a great game. They're going to open up the O. Hawk uh, will have a big game. That'll be his go-to guy in this game. And hopefully if Swift's playing, I hope Swift's playing. But if he's not, I think carry-on should carry on with most of the carries. Um, but I think our defense will be reinvigorated, not so much scheme-wise, but I think they're just going to be more excited to play. I, I, I look for a good game for the Lions, and I think they're going to win. Oh, uh, 35 to 17, I think. I think Mitchell Trubisky will throw a couple touchdown passes, but that's it. He's not going to hurt us like he has in the past. All right. And, UJ, you sound pretty happy, too. Ah, is it rubbing off on me, too? Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. I'm you were so it. depressed last week. Yeah. yeah you were the original Patricia Slappy, too. I was. I know. I admit it. <laughs> yeah. I was trying right. to be optimistic. I like that. Connor, let's go to you. You know, I, I got to say, guys, this is probably the most excited I've been for a Lions game in a long time. And we're four and seven, so that's weird. But uh, I, I, I like UJ said, I think it's going to be the players are going to be lit up. I think Stafford is he's going to come out there with such that glowing smile that you see sometimes after those dubs. <laughs> and I think he's going to have a great game. I, I don't expect much from the defense still. I think they're going to be a little too loyal to Patricia's scheme, but whatever. I think the offense is going to light it up. I think Stafford's going to have four touchdown passes. Uh, carry on's not going to do anything because he's not that good, but uh, I think they'll still find ways to get points. Sam and is going to get in there. Marvin Hall. Uh, I'm going to say 35, 21. I don't know. I think. Hey, lions, right? Lions. Yeah, yeah of course. And, and Mitch, <laughs> okay. Mitch will throw a, a late pick. That'll seal the deal. I could. Yeah. And I don't All know. Right. who's going to get it, but that'd somewhere. be beautiful. All right, Bob, let's go to you. Yeah, I, I like this game uh, for the Lions. I, I don't really have much respect for the Bears, even though they have this streak against us. I've never really respected any of those wins against us. Uh, I think it's been more our failings than uh, the Bears being great. And Mitch Trubisky, I'm happy to see him in there because he sucks. And uh, I think they'll, without Patricia in there, with his stubbornness, I think we'll have a little more flexibility on defense and be able to shut that dude down. And uh, I think the offense will be reinvigorated because, like I said, Bevel's auditioning for a job. Remember at the end of uh, Jim Bob Cooter's career? Well, you knew he's out the door, but that last game he pulled out like five trick plays. But uh, So maybe maybe Stafford will get his touchdown catch this game. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a big game for the Lions offense. I see us winning 36-13. Uh, to 13. And that, that the last point on the 35, they're going to go for two, even though it's the end of the fourth quarter. And they got a oh, touchdown. God. They're just going to pile it on. So 36 Ooh. to 13. I would no touchdown passes for Mitch. That. I like that. I, like the I love it. Part. I love it. Kind of like the, the Packers last week against the Bears uh, were up 30 points and went for it on fourth down on their own 20 and threw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's they had, some, they had something they had something like earlier in the game that happened that they wanted to rub in their foot. But um Rud Dog, let's go to you. What's your prediction? Prediction is all right, so uh 
I think you know the 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 monkey's off our back, so to speak. It's not a losing streak or anything like that, but getting Patricia out of there, I feel like the dark cloud is 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 lifted. The sun is shining on this team. I think the enthusiasm and and like I think enthusiasm alone is going to bring this team to a different level. I think Bevel is going to you know do a little better on offense, open up the. The, the floodgates, let Stafford do his thing, not continuously hammer Peterson between the tackles. Uh, I think uh, Barney was dead wrong, and we're, they're not going to get break their over-20-point streak. In fact, I don't think they're going to score a single point on offense this week for the Bears. I think Shut Stafford up. and the defense are going to combine for – 45 points. Oh no, I'm sorry. 42 points. And then, uh, they'll get the, the, the over will happen, but that's just because, uh, Chase Daniel's going to throw a pick in, in garbage time for six and end the game, but <laughs> it'll be, you know, it'll just be oh, one of those bad beats and, and the lines will get a commanding victory. All right. So you, you're saying 45 to seven or 42 to seven, 42 to seven. All right, all right. Wow. All right, look at All it. your predictions are just so happy, so fun. Oh, yeah. You hate Chase Daniels so much. Oh, uh, <laughs> former Bear. <laughs> Good point. Former um, Chicago Bear. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, this Bears team is still competitive, especially on the defense side of the ball. Their offensive side of the ball is horrible. Uh, and a, usually a, the best recipe to turn your offense around was to face a Matt Patricia defense. So we're in uncharted yeah. territory here. Um but it is still a lot of the same personnel, unfortunately. Um, so I think it'll it will be kind of a close game. Um, but I, I do think the Lions reach thirty points in this game, uh, and hopefully a new scheme. So I'm going to say thirty-one to twenty-three um, with a Lions victory, of course. Hey. Only eight points. Yeah, wow. but hell, but hell, Dorothy. You killed her. By the Ding way, I f- dong the I, witches. <laughs> I found out that that uh, that Twitter account was fake. The Matt Patricia one. There's oh, there there someone make a someone yeah. made a fake burner account of Matt yeah, Patricia. Some guy in LA <laughs> like saw that there were rumors when uh, the Falcons fired their coach, I think, and he's like, "I'm gonna make this for the Lions like weeks before he's fired," and it fooled me. <laughs> I was convinced it was real. That's really funny. That funny. But it was an intriguing story. I mean, I'll yeah. Oh my god! I was <laughs> pouring over those tweets. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> it, was, it was fake. I was duped. It's a double cross. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, well, gentlemen, I think that's going to wrap up uh, this episode. We want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Barney, for coming on and entering the lion's den. Um, please go to Instagram. At Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, follow us on there. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave a review, especially on Apple. We'd really appreciate it. But for UJ, Ruddog, Connor, Bob, I'm Big Z. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, Go Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a 
Lions victory! Go! Go. Go.